All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders, interesting projects and startups, and we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. And let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Alexander Shevchenko, who is the creator of SafeWatch. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I am looking forward to learning more about SafeWatch and what you're working on. For people that don't know what SafeWatch is, can you give us an idea of what you're working on? Yeah, so SafeWatch is a platform that integrates with your security cameras, and it basically gives them superpowers. So right now, your security cameras on like an average security camera can only do motion detection. And you get a lot of alerts from that and you quickly get decentivized from it because the first few times you check your notifications and it's just a squirrel that ran past your driveway and you kind of stop taking a, giving attention to those notifications. But with SafeWatch, you can set up customized alerts, customized detectors that watch your camera stream with artificial intelligence and send you alerts only for the events that you care about. So what would be what would be an event that I care about and what would be an event that I don't care about if I was to to get SafeWatch? <clears throat> well, right now, um, it's not yet live on SafeWatch, but one that you, very, very u- unique use case that we're working on is currently in Montreal, we have kind of this big, big problem with people stealing catalyzers from cars. And so a, a catalyzer is like this part underneath an SUV or basically any car and they cost around from $1,000 to $10,000 and you can quickly just with an angle grinder come under the car cut it off and leave with it and the thing is you if you don't watch your security cameras during the whole day you're not going to see that happen and with motion detection if it's just like a crowded street you get decentivized to it you don't use you don't care about that even if you had like a person detector you wouldn't check your cameras but with uh, with SafeWatch, we're gonna have that's that's something that's coming in the near future an ability to be able to watch for that so if someone crawls under your car you get an alert so it's uh, SafeWatch is all about like creating very unique custom use cases for for things that people care about and do you and it sounded like you you don't like you're not an actual you don't sell a hardware or or do you like do you plug into current systems or you, your whole own system that's full stack hardware cameras and whatnot? Yeah, so I think that's one of our advantages. We are hardware agnostic. We basically integrate with anything where you can let us uh, basically see your your camera stream. So if you if you have like an IP address that that ex- exposes the stream or an RTSP link, they're both obviously password protected so they're not public, but if you can have that information available and co- you can connect it to SafeWatch. So we don't provide any hardware, but we are able to connect with basically 99% of camera providers. That has to be 
such an advantage. How would you, how would you know to do it that way? I feel like, I, I mean, I don't know much about the industry, but I have to guess if someone wants to solve this problem, they, they think full stack first. Like, how did you decide to to take this approach, which I think is honestly pretty smart? Um, well, when I was in high school, I used to install DVRs. A DVR is basically the part to which you, you connect all your cameras and then that streams your cameras online so you can watch them from your phone and things like that. And I used to install the DVRs and the software for people. And so I'm kind of pretty familiar with that. And I, I I knew that they're basically very, very identical between each DVR, um, but they don't offer a lot of software uh, software on the DVR. So I thought, well, all of these DVRs, all of these cameras are available through this basically identical uh, access point. And I could just build software on top of that instead of having something running on a camera, trying to pitch this unique camera. And there's a lot of cameras on the market that offer this or that. I decided you should be able to to add the software on top of the hardware and not having them kind of rely on each other. And how how does it work? Not necessarily the technology, but let's say I have um I, I have you know a popular camera system and and I, and I use SafeWatch and I, and I like you know use it for the cameras. Do do I? do I need to know how to program myself to say, Oh, watch out for this, but don't watch out for this. Or like, how, how does someone use safe watch? Um, do you have to be technical? Do you like, you know, can you kind of give me a UX? Yeah. So we have a dashboard. Um, you basically, you, you click on the button to add a camera, just copy paste your, your IP address or our TSP link for it. If you don't know how to get it, we have a little helper demonstration of where to find it. You just, press submit, and then you're prompted for detectors of things that you want to watch for. So you have a list of items and then a few settings that you, that you can select, but it's not anything that's, that's like requires you to, to know a lot of, about technology. Everything is explained through, through basically little, little text uh, footnotes on, on the dashboard. And we, we, with time, we're going to also have like packages where, where, for things like if you want to watch for your pets so that they don't climb on your on your table or if you don't if you're scared that that your cat is going to fall into your pool or things like that we're going to have packages for like pets and things like that but even now you can you you add your camera and then you just scroll through your detectors and you look at the things that you want to alert get alerts for so if you if you have a dog there's a dog alert if you and you can draw a bounding box around your pool and say if my dog is near the pool, send me an alert. So it's very, very straightforward and you know, you don't need to be super tech savvy for this. That's awesome. Uh, where do you, where, where do you see it going? Like what's, what's the future for it? It's, it sounds like it's the technology is, is, is incredible and it allows you to do a lot as a consumer. Where do you see it going in 10 years, 20 years? You know, what's the big vision for it? Well, 10, 20 years is is a, is quite a, a a long way. Or five, but, you know, whatever whatever yeah. you want to, you know, whatever, however far out you want to think. For for five years, I think um, basically we rely on artificial intelligence, object detection as as the backbone for SafeWatch, and AI has been growing tremendously in the last few years, and I think that that trend is going to continue. 
Um, I think we're going to have, with time, um, object detection reach a point where, where it's basically like a 100% sure bet um, detection, like with basically no false positives. And at that point, when like you have no false positives, we're going to be able to have even more interesting things that we can plug in. Like, for example, if someone is stealing your catalyzer, instead of sending you an alert, because we know that the precision is so good on the model, we're going to be able to just call um, the police for you automatically so that they can, can come and deal with the person who's trying to steal a part on, on your car. So I think just right now you're going to have to double check like that, the, that if someone is stealing by checking the stream and then call the police yourself. But with time when models just get so good that there's no false positives and no false negatives, um, you're going to be able to integrate with even more interesting things like the police and things like that. And it's kind of out of order, but I, I should have asked it um, earlier. What this is, you know, in some ways like a, like a, a product that we all, that, that anyone with a home would, would, would want and maybe already has, but your approach is like, is like very unique in that it's hardware agnostic. How'd you know you wanted to build this? Why'd you want to work on this? Um, and, uh, um, yeah, a little bit of the origin story would be cool. Then we can kind of see how we can help out. Yeah. The origin story is, uh, kind of a bit all over the place. So as I said, like I worked with cameras when I was in high school and then, um, so I had some experience with them through that, but three years ago, me and a friend, we were at a hackathon and it was the weekend after the Quebec mosque shooting. And so we, we thought, how can we address this problem through technology? And we decided to basically make this, uh, this ha a hackathon, by the way, for, for those that don't know, it's like a 24-hour competition where you arrive with no idea, nothing, nothing done. You come up with an idea and you hack something th together in 24 hours. And so um, we were at Polytechnic University and we, we came up with this, uh, this software for the detecting fire video footage so um so you could basically alert the police very quickly and uh improve the response time of uh, of uh, law enforcement by detecting a firearm and so we won that hackathon and with time um kind of life got into the into the way of that project but not too long ago i i came back to the idea um but basically in uh in October last year. And I thought, what if instead of just doing firearms, you could watch for anything, if you could watch for, for any object that you care about. And that's kind of how, how SafeWatch was born through, uh, through that hackathon and then through me deciding that you should be able to watch for anything that you care about. Actually, that's a great story. I had Swift on, um, who's the founder of Major League Hacking. And I just... I am fascinated with the world of hackathons. It's just, it's just awesome. Obviously, and it's just burst the company, right? Um, so for my last question, you know, you've something awesome going on, a great origin story, great trajectory. How can the forward thinking founders community help? Do you even ask for the community that, that is something that someone listening might be able to help out with? Um, well, basically, if, if you're interested by what we're doing, you can check out our website at use safewatch.com or 
if you have like any use cases, anything like that, that, that you, for objects or for, for things that you want to watch for and that we are not providing yet, just shoot us an email. We're very open. You can reach me at alex at usesafewatch.com and just recommend things that, that you would be interested in uh, basically get, getting alerts for. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for for coming on. I uh, I'm honestly really intrigued in the approach that you're taking. I've I've seen a decent amount of companies like in this space, but like not, none that are doing it like you, which is cool. And you know, I wish you the best of luck. Um, I, I guess I guess my final question is: if someone wanted to find you on the internet and and go to your website or you know find a social media profile, how can someone learn more if they're just as intrigued as I am? Um. Yeah, we have our website at usesafewatch.com and we have a, a Twitter page, although we haven't been posting all that much on it. But if you look up usesafewatch on Twitter, we are planning to be more active on there. Dude, Twitter is fantastic. As most, as some of at least the listeners know, I'm a little too active on Twitter. So if you, if you get active, let me know. I'll retweet some of your stuff. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, thank you everyone for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman. And that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM. And I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store, that would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that or one of the ways to do that is growing with rankings. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store and give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time. Bye.